Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 65 of the Spear and Sundays podcast. I hope you guys have had a shit one, hey? How, how was your week? Did you do anything exciting? Did you learn anything? Huh? Did you fucking, did you give it a go? Did you just get, did you just get out there and give it a red hot crack? Huh? Did you? Did you fucking get on that wiki answers and, and figure out the thing you want to learn and then Google it? Look up a couple of YouTube tutorials. Did you do that? I, I did. I did. But before I talk about that, I want to talk about... I want to tell you that we're in the future, guys. We're officially in the future. Like, do you guys ever, like, watch old sci-fi stuff? And you start to see what they invented. Like, what was just a fantastical invention. You start to see that shit in real life. That's really started to happen... Like, I I saw online something that really made me go, okay, this is it, we're officially in the future. We're currently in the future, alright? Technology has come so far that I'm just seeing the shit that we're coming up with and going, holy shit, we're in the future. This is how I discovered that we're in the future, right? So there's this digital program that's been released. And it's a face tracker. So what you do is you download the program, this face tracker, and then you connect your webcam to it, right? And then you film your face, and then this face tracking program will film your face and all of your expressions, and then it will put that information onto like a 3D animation of a different character, right? So you'd film your face getting really angry and then you would upload it onto a, uh, a digital image of Winnie the Pooh. All of a sudden there's a 3D animation of Winnie the Pooh getting really angry and what that would be really good for is shit like amateur animation where you would upload your own 3D visual thing uh, and make it look like whatever you want to look like and then instead of animating the facial shit, what you would do is you would film your face while you're in the recording booth and then it would the program would automatically move that 3D animation's face, right? So and then that stops, then that then you don't have to do all that blue dot shit that they you see in the movies, how they that's how they animate faces with the movies. They have dot blue dots on actors' faces and they motion track the dots. Instead of having those fucking dots, they just have a camera that they can film, right? So obviously this thing is in very early sta stages and only amateurs are using it. Sorry, it's my phone, alright? So, this is when I just, I learned about this, but this wasn't when I decided we're in the future, right? When I learned about this program, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. But this is when I decided that we're in the future. So, what this guy does is he downloads the program and then he sets up his webcam and then he films his face and then he starts to masturbate. <laughs> and he just films his face from beginning to to end, right? From the beginning of the session to climax. You know, I don't know, three minutes, okay? And he films that and he keeps his head in one position and he just lets it naturally express himself while he while he plays with his dick, right? And then he takes that information that the face tracking software downloaded and he uploads it onto a 3D animation of an anime schoolgirl. <laughs> And so, you can watch a fucking anime schoolgirl standing there, doing nothing with its body, right? Just standing there, arms 
by its side, but its face is expressing itself because it has been invaded by a male's face (laughs) while he masturbates. And you can just watch this fucking 14-year-old anime schoolgirl in a dress just twitch its face ever so subtly every now and then. Like, one eye will close a little bit, the mouth will open a little bit more, and then you get to the end of the video, and its face just scrunches up. (laughs) And you can watch this fucking anime schoolgirl come like a man. I saw that, and I was like, we're in the future, boys! We've done it! We're in the future. We are officially... We've left the present, we're all the way in the future, alright? I bet a whole bunch of people were thinking, oh, when we get to the future, we're gonna have flying cars, we're gonna cure AIDS, there's gonna be no famine, there'll be world peace. Nah, we're in the future, and let me tell you something, the future is fucking bright, because you can watch anime schoolgirls have male orgasms. Okay, I can't get over it. You guys, I'm going to put the link somewhere on the podcast page where you can watch this anime animation and you guys are going to lose your shit, alright? I'll put the link in the comment section underneath the Facebook post and in the comment section on the YouTube upload, alright? Just, you got to watch this thing and you'll see this and you'll be like, man, fuck flying cars, this is the future. I swear, that that technology is going to go on to do some amazing things. But right now, like all emerging fucking programs and emerging technology, you know who's going to test it out first? Weird sex freaks. Because that's how everything gets gets changed, guys. Do you understand this shit? Like, the, the, the big reason why Blu-rays are a thing, right? It's not because PlayStation put a Blu-ray player in it. No, it's because the porn industry started printing on Blu-rays before anybody else. And it's the same shit with VHS. You know those VHS tapes? There was VHS, and then there was another type of, I don't know, cassette videotape player. And the only reason why VHS became the standard is because porn started printing on VHS first. It's incredible. And that's a big reason why the virtual reality is going to become a big thing because you know who the first industry is that is fully adopting it and trying to make it work even before games, right? It's the porn industry. Do you understand how much money the fucking porn industry is going to make out of virtual reality? Because what you do is you set it up exactly like the Xbox, right? You make the best gaming console. So first, you make the best fucking uh, virtual reality porno viewing console. And then, what you do, is you make the best uh, games for it. So, that are exclusive to the, I don't know, the Pornhub VR device. Because that's what it's going to be. And it's be like, fuck, you know, I'm, I'm over here playing my shitty, you know, fucking regular point of view VR porn. When over there, I could be using the, I could be having sex with Lisa Ann and 10 of her mates on the Brazzers VR thing. Shit, I'm going to have to get both of them. And because they're going to have, you know, VR specific (laughs) games. That's where it's all going. And that 
is exactly what that face tracking software is going to be used for. It's going to be used for creating realistic anime porn because as you will have watched by now, I really sincerely hope that you're currently watching that footage of that anime girl that I put in the comment section. If you, <laughs> if you watch that and then you don't see the potential for fucking human progress in that, I don't know what's wrong with you. You must be broken because I saw that and I was like, fuck, we're in the future. Oh man, I saw the craziest video the other day. This this podcast is really just what I saw on the internet this week. I saw the funniest fucking video. Well, it wasn't funny. It was actually horrible. But to me, I found some humor in it because I'm a horrible person, right? So <clears throat> it was this news article and it had a video of it. And what it was, was a Chinese woman and her husband. And they're both standing on like a bridge over water, really high up. And the headline read, Chinese woman threatens to throw herself off bridge unless she can go through her husband's phone, right? So the woman, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know the back backstory. She was yelling a whole bunch of shit. This is all on video, right? So this woman is standing on the bridge and she's yelling at her husband, I assume, let me go through your phone or I'm going to throw myself off the bridge like it's miscellaneous bit of the end, right? So she's screaming at her husband, threatening to throw herself off a bridge to her death. Death. There's fucking 50 spectators standing all around watching this woman being like, oh fuck, is this bitch really going to throw herself off a bridge over a phone, right? So all she wants to do is look at her husband's phone to go through it, presumably to see if he's cheating on her because she thinks that he is, right? So she's screaming at him, if you don't let me go through your phone, I'm, th- I'm going off the bridge. And he, right, says... No. (laughs) The whole time, he's like, no. And I don't speak Chinese, but I know the only thing this guy's saying is no, right? He was saying one word, and it sounded like no in Chinese, right? So she's threatening to jump off a bridge to kill it to kill herself if he can go through it unless she can go through his phone and he's just standing strong like a true soldier of god and being like no you cannot go through my phone i don't want you to see the hose that i've been texting right and i thought this was fucking insane right i saw this shit and i was like this woman is insane she's fucking psycho right But then I go to the comments, and every single comment, true to form to the internet, is immediately demonizing the guy in this scenario. They're like, yep, okay, I've watched this 10-minute video of a woman threatening to kill herself unless she can go through her husband's phone, and I have decided, in this situation, it's the man's fault. (laughs) Of course, right? And before I go into this more, I want to say, look... He, he was probably cheating on it, right? He was probably cheating on it. That's why he wouldn't let her go through the phone. But in what world is that a reasonable response? In what scenario is, oh, you're cheating on me. I'm going to kill myself. Or I'm going to threaten to kill myself unless you can prove that you're not cheating on me. Clearly, that is the more mentally deranged fucking thing to do in this scenario, right? So the dude is standing there being, if I may, quite reasonable 
No, I'm not going to play your crazy psycho games, all right? This isn't an episode of World's Craziest Girlfriends. I'm not playing into this. You get off the fucking bridge, and I'm, you're not going through my phone, all right? You can break up with me, sure, but you're not going through my phone because I don't want you to see all the biddies that I've been texting, which is, may I say, gentleman behavior because if she's so crazy that she doesn't even know if he's cheating on her, right? If she finds out that he is cheating on him, she's going off the bridge. So really, this guy is a hero. He's trying to save... <laughs> he's trying to save her life. And it just... It blew my mind how... No, I was looking for the comments. I was looking for the one comment that said, Look, this guy may be cheating on her, but it's pretty fucking insane to threaten to jump off a bridge unless you can go through someone's phone. Like, honestly, do you think that's the only crazy thing that she's done? What, do you think she was the best girlfriend in the world? Like, she woke up in the morning, she's like, hey, hello, honey, I just cooked you pancakes. After you have pancakes, why don't we do anal? Do you reckon she was doing that, huh, for the entire time they were together? Do you reckon she was the perfect wife, and then one day she went, oh, you know what? After our romantic date where I've paid for everything, I think I would like to go through my husband's phone. Honey, can I have a look through your phone? And then he went, no, you can't. And then the first crazy thing she ever decided to do in the entire relationship was, oh, okay, well, I'm going to throw myself off a fucking bridge if you don't let me go through your phone. Do you really think that was the first crazy thing she did? Or maybe she was crazy the entire relationship and the only way that guy could get out get out of it was by Snapchatting other girls' pictures of his dick, right? <laughs> I'm, just pay I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm just saying that if a woman is going to go so far to threaten to throw herself off a bridge, I'm going to throw a wild guess out there and say maybe she wasn't the perfect fucking girlfriend. Everyone immediately is like, oh, this woman is threatening to kill herself. It must be his fault. There's nothing wrong with her. She's obviously been pushed to that. Like, it, it was like, all of the comments were like, well, all he has to do is let her go through his phone and this never would have happened. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that never would have happened if he was like, yeah, sure, you can go through my phone. Like, because if you say, no, you can't go through my phone, the next logical answer to that is, oh, well, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's that's what everyone was defending the woman, but that's what they're implying. Like, if they're saying, look, obviously, all he had to do is show her her phone, show her his phone, and she wouldn't have done that. Like, duh. Like, they're saying that if their boyfriend was a little bit secretive about who he's been texting, logically, the next best thing to do is to threaten to kill yourself unless you can go through his phone. Like, it was just the craziest shit I've ever seen. And you know what? Maybe he wasn't cheating on her. Maybe he was just not playing her psycho game. Maybe he was trying not to reward her behavior like a toddler. You know when a toddler throws a tantrum and you and as much as you want that crying to stop, you still don't buy them the fucking Lego set they want. Because the moment you, you go through the Kmart self-serve with that Star Wars fucking TIE Fighter Lego kit, that kid learns, oh, okay... If I want something done, I need to throw a tantrum, right? So maybe he was just texting some fucking masseuse to come over and give them a couple's massage, a romantic couple's massage, and it was a surprise. But his girlfriend freaked out so much that she thought he was cheating on her, so she threatens to jump off a bridge, and this hero, 
this, no, not a hero, this saint, right? This absolute saint of a man is trying to teach his girlfriend how to communicate properly, how to have a healthy relationship and how to communicate with other people properly. This saint is standing his ground and being like, no, you know what? I'm not going to reward this behavior because the moment I let her go through my phone, you know what that's going to teach her? Whenever I want something done, all I got to do is threaten to kill myself. Then next thing you know, right? Two weeks later, honey, honey, can you do the dishes? Oh, sorry, love. I'm just um, watching my show. Can I, can I, I've got 10 minutes left. Can I do the dishes afterwards? I, I promise I'll do them after the show. Honey, honey, yeah, I've got a knife. Wait, what do you mean? I've got a knife. And if you don't do the dishes right now, I'm putting it in my skull. Uh, baby, come on. I'll, I'll do it during the commercial break. Two minutes. No, honey. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm, to... I'm, I'm currently cutting myself. If you don't come do the dishes right now, that's it. I'm done. Fine. I'll do the dishes. Next thing you know, right, that behavior is even more reinforced. Two weeks after that, honey. Honey, did you, did you take the bins out? Uh... I hurt myself. You know this. I fell over. I've twisted my ankle. Can you take the bit, honey? Honey, I've got the rat sack. I've got the rat sack, and I'm putting it. I'm, I'm putting it in a glass. I'm gonna drink the rat poison. All right, I'll do the fucking bins. All right. So this guy, all he's trying to do is have a successful relationship with his girlfriend, and she's just acting out, being ridiculous. No, but really, just just once, guys. Just once, I would love to see a video of a woman acting like a complete psycho. And I would love to scroll down into the comments and not see a single woman defending that behavior. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I want. I just want a level playing field of when you see a video of a woman absolutely flipping the fuck out in an insane way on her boyfriend. You don't scroll down in the comments and see 55 different reasons why, written by women, that that behavior is okay. Alright, that's all. That's all that I want to say. <laughs> but you know what? I've got a sneaking suspicion that that shit is never going to happen. Because ladies, <clears throat> if there's one thing you guys do better than us, it's you stick together like fucking nothing else. I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen a video of some guy absolutely destroying his body because he's done something stupid. And every single comment is like, oh yeah, what a dickhead. Like, dude, you'll even see videos of some guy accidentally shooting himself in the face on a live stream, and every single comment will be like, yeah, fucking deserved it, what an idiot. <laughs> he was being a dickhead. But women, you guys don't do that shit. Every video I see of a woman being insane or doing something dumb or smashing her boyfriend's stuff, there's always a three-page thesis written in the comment that has, has fucking 35,000 thumbs up detailing why this woman is totally in the right, even though she's destroying priceless artifacts, right? There could, there could be a woman that goes into a fucking Tutankhamun exhibit and smashes everything, like millions of dollars of, of thousand-year-old historic artifacts, and there'd be one chick in the comments being like, well, the curator of the museum was her boyfriend, and he didn't brush his teeth that morning, so, you know... Fairly justified behavior. All he had to do was brush his fucking teeth like he, she asked, and she wouldn't have smashed the fucking coffin, or whatever it is. Sarcophagus. <clears throat>
guys. You know what I did today? I went and saw the, um, not today, I, last week, I saw the Book of Mormon. And uh, that is an amazing play. If you guys, uh, it's in Australia right now, it's in Melbourne. Um, the Book of Mormon, it's fucking incredible. If, if you don't know what it is, basically it's a musical written by the creators of South Park. And it's all about um, more, I won't, there'll be no spoilers in this, right? It's written, it, it's about all these two Mormon missionaries that they graduate from their Mormon school or whatever, and then they go over to Africa to try and convert Africans to Mormonism. And it's just the most hilarious and on point, as always from those South Park guys, the most hilarious and on point look at any kind of fucked up first world thing I've ever seen. <clears throat> and it's just, the cast is amazing. It's a full-on musical. Like, it's not, it's not just a comedy show. Like, I... The tickets are expensive as hell. The tickets are like $150. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, am I really going to get that much? Like spending $150 on comedy is like the top tier. Like I think the only time I've spent that amount of money was when it was Kevin Hart. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's kind of part of his appeal, isn't it? <laughs> like he's making a shitload of money out of this and you're losing a fuckload of money. That's kind of Kevin Hart's whole deal, right? Is how successful he is. So you're like, oh yeah, this is part of the ticket buying process. <laughs> making that dude more rich. But um, it's, it's fucking incredible. Like I'm thinking about going and seeing it again, even though I really shouldn't because it's so expensive, right? But it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. There's about 20, at least 20 different cast members and they can all sing like nothing else. And it's all recorded live. There's a whole live band sitting in front of the stage and the set moves, like the set moves and it's all automated and, and the lighting is amazing. It's a full on like theatrical experience. They did it properly. They didn't just fucking do a musical and then sell it out because they're the South Park guys. They created something absolutely incredible and and you've got to see it if, when it's when it's in your town it's and it's insane how successful it is right i was there it was sold out but um the thing is they do like three or four <clears throat> different performances every day like three or four every day and they're running in just in melbourne for three months and they're probably going to add another month like it's the craziest shit they must have at least three completely separate casts, right? Because nobody can perform three times a day for three months singing. <clears throat> like, I've done every night for two weeks and that almost killed me. So they must have three different casts. So that would explain why it's... Like, even though the tickets are $150 and it's sold the fuck out every night, I don't know how they would be making money. Just the amount of, of money that you can see that goes into it. But i got to say, it's the most incredible uh theater show i've ever seen in my life and it's truly hilarious like if you uh would like to see uh, a cast of people sing about genital mutilation for two hours that's your fucking play you gotta see this shit i really really recommend it go go and see it while it's in town because i don't know i get the feeling that it's it's that it's that kind of thing where it's so successful that they're they're just not going to come back right they're doing three months in melbourne so if you miss it, they're like, well, we did three months. Every person must have seen it. And then they'll go and do three months in another city. So go and see Book of Mormon. It's absolutely incredible. Um, what else have I been up to this week? I've been uh, setting up a whole bunch of equipment. All of the equipment that I bought last week have started to arrive. Um, and I've just quickly realized that, holy shit, I do not have enough room 
to store it all. I, what did I get this week? That Just this week that arrived. There's more stuff coming next week. I got... Uh, by the way, this is all funded with uh, Patreon money. I've been saving up the monthly amounts that come in through Patreon so that I could drop it all on uh, a bunch of expensive gear that I've wanted for ages. So if you would like to help me out on Patreon, it helps uh, make all of the everything that I do bigger and better and more consistent. And even this podcast costs me money. Every episode I upload costs me a little bit more money to keep it up there. Only way to make it cheaper for me is to delete old episodes. And I, I'm just not going to do that. I've decided I'm just not gonna delete old episodes it's fucking history i want people to be able to listen to it forever so i'm leaving it there but as i do that it gets more expensive for me but patreon at the moment um minimizes that for me and makes it possible so if you'd like to support the podcast and all the other shit that i do support me on patreon right this is what i've gotten so far <clears throat> i got a new camera i got a canon 6d thank you for everyone who've been rec- recommending me that model instead of the 5d now that i have it in my hands i've totally realized that's all that i need I got a Canon 6D. I got a new lens. Um, uh, it was a zoom lens. I can't fucking remember what it was, but it was a. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to get it wrong, and then everyone's going to be like, "Oh, that lens doesn't even exist, you moron." Fair enough. Fair call, right? I got uh, uh, a complete uh, green screen and lighting setup. I got three different lights and a softbox kit. I got a new new sound. I got a new microphone. I got another little camera that I'll be filming every one of my stand-up shows on from now on. <clears throat> because whenever crowd work happens, I wish it was filmed, but I'm too much. I'm too scared to bring out my expensive film gear. So I've got myself a little fucking action cam that'll just film everything. And even if it gets stolen, it's not a huge deal, right? It's it's well, it is. It's like five hundred dollars, but it's a lot easier than getting my fucking three thousand dollar camera stolen, right? So. I'll be filming that, and then hopefully, I'm hoping to put um, any kind of crowd work at the end of videos now that I'm filming with that camera, but that hasn't arrived yet. Um, I've just got so much shit, and I'm setting up a, I'm buying a desk so that I can, like, which is basically a prop for the new series that I'm working on. I've got a green screen, which will be behind it, so I can make it look like a news desk, and um, and I'm also working with uh, the, the same 3D animator that, that, did, that did the Lou Review intro. I'm getting a complete fucking uh, graphics kit from him. So I'm getting a new intro. I'm getting... Oh, look, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm getting a whole bunch of shit, and that's all being paid for with Patreon. So thank you very much to everyone supporting me on there. And if you would like to help me make everything that I'm doing better and help minimize the cost of running everything that I do, consider chucking a couple bucks my way a month. I've got a Facebook group as well for Patreon supporters that you can jump in as well, which, you know, I'm always in the group chat there, and there's a whole bunch of shit memes getting posted there every day. So, yeah, support me on Patreon if you want to help me out. Otherwise, if you're a cheap cunt, I don't know, click my ads or some shit, buy a t-shirt, I don't give a fuck. T-shirts will be up sale um, next week, by the way. Anyway... That's enough plugging. Back to me raging. So, with this equipment that I've been getting, I've been trying to learn it all before I start the new series, which we're, which it'll be used for. So, the new series is going to start sometime next month, and hopefully all the graphics will be ready by then. I'll know how to use everything, and I won't be learning all of that shit while I'm also figuring out the format for a new series and how that's all done and all that shit, right? So, I've uh, hopefully that'll all be done, but I'm learning how to use it. Now. And holy shit, setting up lights is the most frustrating thing. Not placing the lights, that's easy, right? You want one on the left of me, one to the right of me, one above me, one in front of me, right? Four-point lighting setup, super easy to do. But actually assembling the lights, because they're like little tripods, and then there's soft boxes, and you've got to screw 
four light bulbs into three different lights. It's like 12 fucking light bulbs. And it's so tedious and frustrating. And then you need to basically build a tent around the lights so that the lighting is diffused and it's not so hard. And it makes it look nice on your face. But the tents, it's like this canvas lightweight material that goes around the light. And then you have to put rods in it. It's exactly like building a tent. And you know how fucking frustrating building a tent is imagine that but on a much smaller scale and you have to do it every week it was so frustrating while i was doing it i've just decided that i'm not going to deassemble it i'm just going to leave them assembled in my room and fucking deal with the massive amount of space it takes up and just fucking deal with it because i was watching a youtube tutorial of this guy explaining how to assemble these softbox and Thank God this dude in the tutorial had the most camp gay voice on the planet because if he didn't have that happy-go-lucky effeminate voice guiding me through this, I would have put my fist through the fucking wall, right? There was no way I could listen to him. His name was Brian and he was like, okay, so... First thing that we have to do is see these little canvas things. We need to wrap it around the light. And I'm like, wrap it around what? It doesn't fucking fit. Oh, it's elastic. I've got to twist. i got to stretch the elastic so it goes around. It doesn't fucking fit, Brian. Okay, so now it is a little bit tight, but that's okay. What you need to do is just place it gently around here and then stretch it over like so. And I'm like, okay, I can do that, Brian. And then I stretch it over. I'm like, oh, okay, it works. And then he goes, now you have to get these little rods and you have to stick it in here and then wrap it over the canvas like this. It is a little bit fiddly, but you can be done. And I'm just shoving it in holes, fucking losing my mind. And if it wasn't for Brian, right... I would have, I don't know, I would have killed someone. I I actually have a video of Brian explaining how to set up the softbox. And I'll just, I'm just going to show you what it's like. And I think you'll realize, oh yeah, this is the best. I mean, if there are any gay dudes out there with the camp voice, like the lisp and everything, and you're a little bit flamboyant with how you speak, please start up a tutorial channel because that's what men need, all right? For too long, I've been watching tutorials by boring cunts, and I've just been losing my mind at them because it's very easy to lose, it's very easy to bully someone who clearly has no friends, and that's basically every person with a tutorial channel, right? They're fucking nerds about whatever they're looking at, they've got no mates, a lot of free time, so they just explain how to build shit on YouTube and then rake it in on ad revenue, and it's so easy to get angry at that person because you, you, you just know that they have no friends, and it's very you know the type right where it's like you you see them at work they're generally like the the manager's assist like the assistant manager they'll never be the manager they'll always be the assistant manager and it's so easy to hate them because i don't know they just give off that vibe of hey guys it's okay to hate me because i'm very boring and i always lose my shit at these guys because they're idiots but fucking brian here is a saint i mean just listen to this right And I'm losing my mind at, at Brian, right? I'm fucking... I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not really like I'll lose my mind and then he'll calm me down with his, his effeminate voice. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to set up the set one. I'm like, it doesn't fucking fit, Brian! It doesn't... Oh. Oh, that makes sense, Brian. That does make a lot of sense. Okay, and then I'll figure it out and then do a little bit more fiddly shit. And then we'll move on to the next step. I'll lose my mind and he'll, then he'll come in with his calming influence and calm me down. I'll be like, Brian, 
This is a piece of shit. I bought a fucking piece of shit and now I can't assemble it. It's broken. Oh. Oh, with my nail. Oh, okay, no, that does work. No, that does work. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it. You see, like, it was great. So, shout out to Brian Greco on YouTube. You saved my wall. I would have put my fucking fist through the drywall if it weren't for your calming, flamboyant voice. Oh, man, I've also been going to the gym. I've actually been really good at the gym, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm back with my first week properly taking it seriously, and uh, I've put on two kilos. So your boy is getting up to fighting weight. I, I want to get up to 80 kilos. I've only ever been 80 kilos once in my life, and I looked fucking great, right? That was when I was a personal trainer. It was when I was 18, and I was just in the shape of my life, and I'm trying to get back to that point. And really... <clears throat> Now that I've started going to gym and I've started up a meal plan, I think I've just realized how easy it is to put on weight. It's fucking easy. I mean, going to gym, that's a little bit hard, but but the eating part of it, it's so easy. You just have to remember to do it. Because if you're like me, I don't know, I'm, like, I'm the kind of person where I just, I get lost in what I'm doing and I just don't eat and I will only eat when my body is about to shut down. Like, I'll, I'll seriously... What I used to do is I would wake up, I would have breakfast, and then I would work or play computer games or do whatever I would do for like six hours, and then I, then my body would be almost shutting down, and I would remember that I haven't eaten for six hours. I'm like, oh yeah, I should eat something. Then I would have something really small, and then work, and then go to sleep, and then wake up fucking starving, and the cycle would continue. <clears throat> But um, I'm just, I'm just, all it, all it really is for me is I need to eat uh, on a schedule. So I've got a meal plan printed out on my, um, on my wall. It's like 5,000 calories because I'm not fucking around. And it's so easy. It's so easy. Like, it's, it's so easy to the point where as long as I eat three meals a day, that alone minus the snacks, like I have about, I have three proper meals and then in between there I have three snacks of smaller shit, right? And even if I don't eat any of the snacks, it's still like 3,000 calories and it's made me realize how fucking easy with today's terrible food out there it is to just be obese, right? I figured out this pasta, like it's tuna bake and it's just this sauce that comes in a packet and then it tells you the ingredients. It's super easy. It's just pasta, tuna, cream, cheese, uh, what else? Corn, and then the actual sauce, right? And that alone, if you eat two servings of that, is 1,600 calories. Like, that is so much food. Nobody should eat that. Like, 1,600 calories is basically maintenance for the average-sized woman. Maintenance for me, because I'm so big, is 2,500. So I need to eat at least 3,000 calories a day to put on weight, right? But it's so easy to eat over that. Like, eating 2,500, for me, is incredibly easy, and that would make any regular-sized human put on quite a bit of weight. Like, you can do that in three meals so easily and it's made me kind of go fuck no wonder it's so easy to get fat all of the food that is made today is just full of calories and shit i mean that's no excuse for being a fatty if you are a fatty like like really you, all you have to do is eat less i imagine it's it's but you know what when i think about it it's just as easy to lose weight you just don't eat as much 
Like, I've done it so many times where I've fucking put on 10 kilos and then lost 10 kilos in two months. Like, it's fucking easy to do. Both of those things are super easy. All you need to do is hit the gym and eat more or hit the gym and eat less. It's really not that hard. Although, I will say the first week of gym is really, really hard. The first week's fucking difficult because you just don't want to do it. Like, once you get into a habit and a routine, it's super simple. But the actual getting from sedentary lifestyle into the gym sucks. Like, it was my first week this week back into properly doing it and going to the gym. And the first time I was going to the gym, I just didn't want to. It was Monday. I It got to like 9 p.m. where I was putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and then... I was like, oh, look, what I'll do is I'll I'll just cook some, I'll cook pasta for the week and then put it in the fridge and then I'll go tomorrow. And then I was like, no, you know what? If you do that, you're not going to fucking go, right? You can't just go tomorrow, go right now. And the whole way I walked to the gym being like, I'm not going to the gym. I fucking hate the gym. I'm not going to work out. I don't want to go. Don't want to be here. The fucking gym sucks. And then I would scan my pass and then open up the gym and I would walk into the gym and I'd be like, I'm not here. This is fucking shit. I'm not here. But then once I got in the gym, I was like, all right, now it's time to work out. And I walked up to the squat rack. There's two squat racks so I can do my fucking squats. I don't fuck around on machines. I do free weights like a fucking man, right? And I walk up to do squats. Not like a man, like a fucking human, alright? Girls, do squats. Get off those fucking stair machines, alright? Walk up and down the stairs at home and save 10 bucks a month on your fucking gym membership. Do weights or fuck off. So I walk up to the squat rack and they're both taken. And the gym is packed. I went at 9pm, which is a fucking mistake, alright? I don't have a job. I can go to the gym anytime I want. I need to go at like 11am. That is when nobody's there. Because it's, it's when work has started and it's before mu- mu- uh, before lunch, right? So 11 a.m. is the perfect time to go to the gym. No one's fucking there. But I decided, because I kept putting it off, that I would go at 9 p.m. And fucking voila, it's packed like it always is at 9 p.m. I walk in after hating it all the way there. I get there. I'm finally motivated to work out. Walk up to the squat racks. Both of them have taken... Both of them have two guys waiting for the other guys to finish so that they can start. And I just saw that shit and I was like, right, fuck this. And I left and I walked all the way home and then I got into bed and I fell asleep. (laughs) And then I got up at six in the morning and then I went back to the fucking gym. There was nobody in the squat racks. And what a massive waste of time for me that was. But the point is, guys, I went to the fucking gym. All right, well done. Well done. That was my first session of the week out of the way. And from there, it's been fucking easy, right? It's been three times this week. I'm going to keep going three times a week for the next three months. And then I'll bump it up to five. Because that is how you put on weight, all right? And then hopefully, by September, I'll be 80 kilos, all right? So September is the new 80 kilo goal. If I'm not there, you know what? Episode, it's, what is it? Episode 66 now? So, look, I should be 80 by episode 100. I'm not going to set any goal because I might be... I might want to make way more than that. I don't know. Point is, by September, I reckon I can be 80 kilos. I don't think episode fucking 100 is is until next year anyway. So it should be pointless talking about it now. All right. So let's get into miscellaneous bit of the end. It's time for the worst part of the podcast. Before I do that, a little quick plug for my fucking gig list. All right. If you want to know when I'm performing, um, I have a mailing list that'll send you an email when I'm on the way to your city. So how it works is you put in... Uh, you go to lewespears.com slash gig list, G-I-G list, and then you put in your name, you put in your email and the city that you're from, 
And whenever I'm coming to that city, basically I search up, if you put in Sydney, I'm like, I go on my mailing list program and I type in Sydney and I send everybody from Sydney an email going, hey, I'm coming. Here's the chance to get tickets before anybody else. And that's the best way to get tickets to my shit because generally nowadays I'm lucky enough that it all sells out pretty far in advance. So yeah, jump on the gig list. And I never fucking email people more than once a month. I hate that shit too. I'm not some Nigerian prince, all right? Um, so yeah, jump on the gig list. And also, whenever I'm selling t-shirts or something, I send out discount codes because obviously the people on the gig list are the people who care about my shit the most and they're the people who are most likely to buy my shit. So I like hooking up the fucking kinos with a discount code every now and then. And yeah, as I said, I never email people more than once a month. It's the worst fucking thing signing up to someone's mailing list and they're like, I just released a new video. It's like, can't. I'm already subscribed to you, all right? How do you think I found out about this fucking mailing list? That's So don't tell me when you upload a video. I've already watched it. If you sent me an email, fuck off, all right? Email me once every three months at the maximum or I'm fucking unsubscribing, all right? So if I email you more than once every three months, fucking unsub. Lucespears.com <laughs> slash geeklist. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into miscellaneous bit at the end. Okay. These two are some great ones, all right? I've got some fucking funny ones for you. Okay. Let me have a look here. So this one excited me. The subject line was, I have massive tits. <laughs> Subcunt, you wanted more girls to email in, so here you go. Okay, so I'm 16. Oh, beauty. <laughs> I'm 16 and I have massive tits, like huge for my age. 34 double G, if that makes any sense to you. 34 double G. That's huge. I don't, like, 34 double G sounds so big that I can't even picture that in my head. So I'm going to have to Google what 34 double G, 34 double G breasts. What does that look like on, like, a woman? Images. Um, oh, yeah, those are fucking huge. That's insane. Well, good on you, whatever your name is. I haven't read your name yet. Um... See, look at me, fucking checking out what those kinds of tits look like before I finding out your name. Um, <clears throat> okay, blah, blah, blah. 34 double G, if that makes any sense to you. And along with this comes boys and mostly cunts. Yes, uh, unfortunately, that kind of is your lot in life, which you're probably going to find out a lot more as you get older. I mean, I'm good at warding off all the super cunts and the sleazy guys, but my problem is the guys who are older and nicer, in quotation marks, I'll give you an example. Yeah, look, uh, you haven't given me a name, so I'm just going to call you Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, that's um, that's a problem that you're going to have to deal with a lot, actually, is guys who are just interested in you for your body but the way that they think they're going to get to that is by pretending to be your friend and unfortunately it's 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 not ex- that's not ex- exactly people's intention like that's not that they're not that smart do you know what i mean like basically what that is is they're a little bit too shy or a bit too scared to be forward with you and and tell you their true intentions like, it's kind of scary, especially at 16, to, to actually tell a girl, I'm interested in you romantically or physically or whatever. It's kind of hard to do that. So a way a lot of guys will, will get around that is by making friends with you and, and then being like, oh, maybe I could turn this friendship into a relationship. But unfortunately, while it's not malicious, for you, it kind of has the same effect of, oh, fuck, I thought this guy was a real friend. Turns out he just wants to fuck me, which, you know... You're exactly right. 
and it's just a thing that uh, it, it it does suck. I do feel sorry for you. Um, there's a boy. We'll call him Tom. Tom is really popular and funny. And one day he just came up and started talking to me in school and got my Snapchat. We talked every day for a month and a bit, but he didn't ask about anything bad. He just seemed like the nicest guy and we got really close. Then one day it all changed. He started talking about how he would like to do stuff to me. And I don't really want to say exactly what, but he is a horny 17 year old. I'm sure you can make something up. Yeah, I I can picture what, what he's into. Um... I wasn't really okay with it, but he was older and cool and most of the time lovely, so I just let him say it. But then it got more and more common, and after a week, it was all we talked about. So he was, so you didn't, so he was like, "Oh, I'd like to have sex with you," and then you played it off, but you didn't exactly say no. We're just friends. So he was like, "Oh, okay, maybe I can turn this fucking ship around here." So he took that as a sign to keep going, which uh, unfortunately, yeah, that that sucks for you. Uh, I joked around and he kept going. Sometimes I would make jokes about how it was kind of weird or how he's kind of pushy. One day I took one of those jokes too far and he shut me off. Oh, so you were joking about him being a weirdo and then you got too serious. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey Tom, can you stop asking me to send you photos of my tits? Uh, it's a little bit weird. Oh my God, Sarah. How could you do this to me? You've taken it too far. I'm so offended. I'm going to block you. And the only way to fix our relationship is to send me photos of your tits. Yeah, classic manipulation move that he's uh, trying out on there. Fucking A-grade secret cunt you've you've managed to get there, Sarah. Um, he stopped talking to me for two days. That sucked so much because I think I was really falling for this guy and I just wanted him back. So we started talking and he said the only thing I could do to make it up for him is if I send him some pictures. Oh, did I call it or did I fucking call it? Yeah, cla- oh, this is pathetic. <clears throat> and I really liked him, so I sent some. He didn't screenshot or save. Yeah, I bet he did. I bet he fucking had a program on his phone which you can download and it saves those messages but it doesn't tell you that they screenshot and then all he would have to do is hide them in a s- secret folder and say, no... I didn't send you. F- I didn't save him, babe. And then next thing you know, he's fucking whacking off to them every night. Uh, he was happy. I was happy. It was great. Then he suggested meeting up at his house. I wasn't really sure about it because he was talking about how we could do the stuff he's always dreamed of. But I went, and when he started to touch me and feel me up, I backed away and said no. This was not okay with him. He threw me out and said I was a liar, leading him on and making me think I liked him. I did like him. I thought I loved him. So a couple days later, I sent some more photos and he was okay again. Yeah. Look, this guy's really kind of manipulating you. I mean, it's it's a, it's a little bit weird. If, if you were older, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? But you're 16. Like, I can totally see any 16-year-old doing this shit. Especially because he's older than you. He's probably more experienced than you. And uh, <clears throat> look, it sounds like he's manipulating you. And basically, he's figured out what works which is, first thing he did was, oh, you're, you, you were too mean to me when uh, you, you told me to stop asking you for nudes. Now the only thing that's going to fix it is you sending me nudes. And then he's like, well, and then it, that worked on him. So he's like, oh, well, fucking what I'm going to do now is I'm going to try and do it in person. And even if she says no, I'll just cut her out and then she'll do it for real in person, just like it with the, with the photos. And, you know, 
sounds like he almost got there because he was shitty with you and then you sent him more pictures. So it really sounds like this guy doesn't give a fuck about you. He's just trying to get his hands on your 34 double Gs, uh, unfortunately, which really does suck for you. I really feel for you, but it sounds like he's really manipulating him. <coughs> Manip manipulating you. Um, so a couple days later, I sent some more photos and he was okay again. Oh, what a fucking magical trick that is. Then, a week later, his girlfriend messages me. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Classic manipulating movies. Even got a girlfriend. His girlfriend messages me telling me that I'm a slag and how she's going to beat me up. Even though I had no fucking idea he had a girlfriend, I felt horrible and heartbroken. He was a secret cunt. Yeah. That sucks. That really does suck. Um... It really does sound like this guy's a manipulator, especially if his girlfriend is blaming you for him cheating on her. Like, that has nothing to do with you, especially if you didn't know about her. So it just sounds like he's a manipulator, and like you said, a secret cunt. And that was only one story. I have a couple more pretty similar to that. I need help. Why do I attract cunts? I want the good boys, the ones that give you their jacket and all that girly shit. What do I do? How do I avoid the cunts and the secret cunts? Yeah, this is um, this is a hard one. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get Jazz in for this one. Because as much experience that I have with being a secret cunt, I'm sure she's got heaps uh, of avoiding secret cunts. So together, we'll perform a great anti-secret cunt team. So give me one sec. I'll just go grab her. Alright, so I'm back and um, I've brought back up. I'm with Jazz. Hello, Jazz. Thank you for coming on. Hello, boys and girls. Um, Alright, so, we need to help uh, Sarah figure out who the secret cunts are. Do you have to call her Sarah again? Yes. Every girl on this podcast is called Sarah. She didn't give me a name, so my go-to is Sarah, alright? Can we just come up with some different names? No. Just get out. Can we get up some baby names right now and no. just find some other names? I'm so sick of Sarah. All right. He does this every day in our everyday lives as well. Oh, what is that? Uh, I was looking at what um, 34G boobs look like. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see? Um, I brought up a picture. Uh, 34 Sorry, guys, you're missing double out. G boobs. You guys just, can Google we'll as well, them. depending yeah. on depending on where you are. They're huge. Like, they're, it's big. Like, massive. Look at them. Well, just because it's the top result on Google Images doesn't mean it's right. But, yeah, pretty much just as big as a human could... Grow tits. No, as big as a human could sustain. Pretty oh, much yes, like... porn. <laughs> <laughs> like that girl from Modern Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's basically it. It's like a Ariel Sof Winter? Sophia Vergara. No, the, oh, yeah. the girl. Ariel Winter. Yeah, she got yeah, a breast Ariel reduction. Yeah, Ariel Winter. And her boobs were so big that she got a breast reduction. And you know what I felt sorry about that Ariel girl is when she hit like 16 and, and like like Sarah and her boobs came like... It's not Sarah. Come up with a different name. Okay. Um, I was Googling something. <laughs> Traditional. Why are you also Googling how to get to Rosebud? African names. Oh, there's a girl from Rosebud, the 34 double G thing. <laughs> All right, traditional okay. African names. What about Neutrogena? Girls. <laughs> if um, anyone's seen Book of Mormon. I was just talking about that. Go, how uh, good is it? How, see Book of Mormon. Yeah. Like, honestly, we were thinking of seeing it again. And the tickets yeah. are pricey. It's 150 but bucks. It's worth it. Yeah, like, it's, we would go again before it leaves. Just go see it and have how a about, great time. How about Imani? 
in Manis, we could call it Isis. You know, Isis is actually a girl's name. All right. But... We'll call her Isis. <laughs> She's got two weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah, but All I was right. saying about Ariel Winter, as soon as she hit 16 and she grew those massive boobs, you could just see the media waiting to talk about it. Waiting till for her for her to hit, hit eighteen. We're like, finally, she's an adult. Now we can talk about her tits. I now we think, can sexualize her. I don't think that was so much about her though. That was more with, say, Kylie Jenner. Oh yeah, she same was with her. already yeah. so sexualizing herself, but yeah. no one can sort of talk about it until she, she does hit that. Yeah, yeah. But I think in terms of Ariel Winter, it was a natural thing on, yeah. across the internet of the internet sexualizing her, like yeah, a, yeah, at yeah. a grassroots level. I don't think the media ever forced her down people's throats. She's just yeah, she was the modern family girl. But yeah, yeah, yeah Kylie Jenner was a better example of that, where they were like waiting, <clears> they were like three, two, one, and turn her into an object. I feel so sorry for all those girls, yeah, especially Kylie. Oh well, at least they're making millions, <laughs> you know. I guess um, that's good trade for your mental health. <laughs> But yeah, so Isis, um, I think that... Isis is also the name of a goddess of fertility. I'm not sure which culture it's from, but... Okay, so this does fit... It fits... Fits quite well with her. So, Isis has 34 double G boobs, and she wants to... She's pretty good at kicking out people who are secret, who are blatantly just trying to use her for her body. Um, but she doesn't know how to pick the guys who will start off as friends and then they slowly turn into, I want to see your tits. Yeah. Um, which I think is a problem that not just you have to deal with. I think that's a problem that, that girls, like every girl has to figure out as they grow up. But some girls get it more than others because some girls are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I haven't dealt with this, so I, what oh, does yes, that mean have. for... You're a girl. You've never dealt with a guy who was like, I want to be your friend. I love you. I... Well, that's different than someone just trying to use your body. Not really. No, it's kind, of, it's kind of along the same vein, where basically a guy is not being upfront with their intentions. And I'm saying, I've said before that it's not always malicious. Often a guy will start out friends with a girl, even though he wants to be more than friends with her. He's just too much of a pussy to be upfront with what he wants. Yeah. It's very scary to go up to a girl and, and being like, especially when you're like 16 and be like, I want to be in a relationship with you or I want to take you on a date. It's much easier just to be school friends and then try and ease that into a relationship. But unfortunately, it often takes guys six months to get the balls. And by then the girl is fully locked into this is only a friendship. And that's where that whole complaining about the friend zone comes from, which basically stems from guys being too fucking pussy yeah, but to look, ask a girl out. That's not what Isis is asking about. No. No. She's asking about the secret cunts who are from day one trying to manipulate her, like this guy did. Jazz has read the whole question. Yeah, I have. Well what do you what do you think? What's your response? I think that because of her, because her boobs are so big, it's gonna like that like honestly no matter what gender you are, that's probably going to be the first thing that you would notice about her. Like, that's so out there, and it's not something that you can hide. It's like how tall I am. The first thing somebody notices about me is, oh, fuck, he's tall. But you being so tall doesn't give someone an erection. Nah, no way. Yeah, no. it's not going to change. It's different, yeah. It's like their brains change, like the hormones change as yeah. hormones release, because it's such a attractive thing to young men especially yeah and it's like i feel like it's not their 
fault necessarily. They're not intentionally deciding yeah. to sexualize ISIS. No, no, because you see, it's just a natural thing. You see boobs, you like boobs, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, boobs. And they're probably, but unfortunately, a lot of people that's might attached the, to a human. There might be the biggest boobs that they've ever seen for y- younger guys in real life. 34 double J. I don't think I've seen bigger boobs than that. Well, what about your friend that you used to call tits? <laughs> Like, okay. how big yeah. were her boobs? Okay, so Lewis had a friend in high school whose tits were so big that the entire school just called her tits. And she was on board. It wasn't like, like we were, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't like bullying. We were going, hey, tits, and then she would cry. It wasn't bullying. She was totally on board. And I've it. met her, and her tits are huge. Yeah, like, yeah. I can see why everyone called her tits. Yeah, yeah. But she's she was also on board. like a very outgoing, friendly person. Yeah, yeah. She was totally on board with it. Um, but um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that it's something that you can't hide. And it is going to be a part of your life, even if you wear hectic Catholic schoolgirl button-downs. Um, so, it's something that... I think that it's just something that you really need to be aware of. And you I, need to... I don't, the, the first yeah. sign of it happening, you I need to be like... I think you would just have to shut it down. Because, I don't yeah. know, I can't really relate to this, because I'm not large in that area. I've never dealt with that yeah. problem. But just sort of thinking about how your friend Tits would deal with yeah. it. I think she was kind of just one of the boys. Yeah, but you don't want... She doesn't want to be one of the boys. She wants to be treated like a woman. Like she said at the end of the thing, she wants to... have But she find also to do all that wants stuff. to ward off all the... Yeah, you heads. also want to have friends. Yeah. I, I, I think you need, a, you, need to, you need to be aware that that's one of the first things that, that people will notice about you. And it's something that you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. So you need to... You need to basically be really good at spotting that shit early on and and stamping it out maybe from you day could one. sort of take a bit of a tongue-in-cheek attitude to it like when you notice someone checking out your breasts just to call them out and kind of be like hey mate eyes up here like just take yeah, that attitude I've been you called out for that. To, you need to have you yeah i have yeah i've been called out for that you just, <laughs> do you want to my... tell the story about pancake parlor yesterday <laughs> Uh, I want to turn it into a bit, but yeah, okay. I'm, I might turn uh, this into a bit later, but basically... Can the, I tell it? Yeah, you tell it, because I'll, I'll turn it into a joke yeah, yeah, later. Yeah. But Jazz, you so can tell it. So, we tell walked it. into Pancake Parlor late last night just for dinner, because we often eat at random times. Um, and as we walk in and we're waiting to be seated, I see this tall, thin girl all dressed in black, and she had a low-cut top. She's a very, very pretty girl. And I noticed that she had huge boobs. <laughs> yeah. um, and, like, I wasn't checking her out or anything. It's just probably similar to Isis and tits. Her boobs were just so big that it's just one of the first things that you notice yeah. in her. Um, yeah, so I know she had huge boobs. And <laughs> I looked at Lewis and I gave him a grumpy face. Uh, because not a grumpy no, no, face, no. A filthy look. I, okay, I gave Lewis a filthy look because I knew that if I had noticed this girl had huge boobs, that means that three seconds earlier than that, <laughs> Lewis had already noticed because he just has an inbuilt boob detector. It's every guy. This is what he tells me. Every single guy has this inbuilt boob detector. But I just know from past experience, Lewis just... If there are big boobs around, he knows. And that's probably... I feel sorry for Isis because exactly, like, yeah. every guy is just 
hyper aware. So anyway, I gave Lewis this filthy look last night because I went, hmm, that girl has big boobs. And my brain thought, if I saw it, that means Lewis saw it. And I looked at Lewis. But do you know gave what? Gave him a filthy look. Do you know what? Be like, don't check out that girl, Lewis. Don't I check out the girl I with big boobs. I didn't even look at her tits. But what happened was I looked at her and I was like, oh shit, she's tall. And then I looked at her feet to see if she was wearing heels. And I was like, oh, she was wearing heels, so she's not that tall. And then I stopped looking at her. And then Jazz gave me this filthy look. And I was like, why does she look at me like that? Oh, maybe the girl has really big tits. And then I looked at her boobs. You made me look at her boobs. And you know what else happened? I got in trouble because my girlfriend looked at another girl's tits. I didn't do anything. Look, (laughs) we'll never be able to verify your story because uh, we can't jump inside your brain and verify what you're saying is true you could just be lying to me um oh, i mean i had a good look after you <laughs> after you gave me a dirty look i mean i had a great look and yeah she had great boobs she but, had good boobs but um, yeah mm. anyway we need to help isis um i'm saying that it's something that you need to be you need to accept is something that's probably not going to change i mean it d- definitely does suck but i've always been of of the like, with massive societal issues like that, I've always thought, look, it's something that probably should change, but in the meantime, while it has not changed, you need to figure out how to deal with it. And the way to deal with it is probably being, is to accept that it's going to happen all the time and to be hyper-aware of of guys and their intentions. Yeah. And, and the moment you <clears throat> see the first sign of a guy, of, of something you think that they and might be after you, And even with someone boobs, who's really friendly... Even with someone who, because obviously you're saying that you're usually good at that, which yeah. I'm sure you would be much more aware of how dreadful men can be when their brains are taken over by their penises. Yeah. Probably you would know that better than most people. But even with really friendly guys like this guy you're saying is called Tom, I think you just have to, you know, the first time he said something that you thought was inappropriate for the type of relationship you had, the type of friendship, yeah. you have to say something about it because, and I don't know, it just seems like a hard thing. I can't necessarily give you solid advice, but I think you just, yeah, t- take a stance, think about it. You need to have a it. no tolerance. Yeah, like have a no tolerance it. unless you're interested in someone. Yeah. But even so, that someone you're interested in might only want something physical. Just that's something we all go through in high school and young adults and even talking to my friends who date on Tinder. Oh, it's, yeah. Like it's something that girls have to deal it's with a in human, general. It's a it's human nature. It's just you have a you have a much more specific reason to why it does happen. Which, yeah, you just... I think that what you could have done better in this situation is when he started joking about it, instead of you joking about him being a weirdo, you should have just told him, hey, you're being a weirdo and I don't like this. You need to stop. And I'm sure there probably were times when you were hanging out in person when you might have noticed him looking at your boobs and as flattering as it is, you also have to sort of, you know, take get some sort of standard responses. Like, Lewis has standard responses to people who call him tall. Yeah, if someone calls me tall, or, or if someone's a comedian, if, if I tell someone I'm a comedian, they're like, oh, really? Tell me a joke. Like, it's kind of... Like, everybody has that thing where yeah. where everyone will say the same thing in response to whatever you tell them, you know? Yeah, just figure out some, some ways that you deal with it. Um, and and I, I've been called out for looking at a girl's boobs during conversation it's not what weird did, what, what, what happened um, I've went, one time when I was talking to a girl 
I, lo I looked at her. She had like a see-through mesh top and her tits were out. I couldn't help myself. And I looked and she goes, she goes, sorry, am I, am I distracting you? Um, and then pointed at the top and then I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And it was fine. It and how did, how did you feel about that? It was funny. Like it was totally fine. Like she, like she didn't do it in a mean way. She was like, oh, sorry, am I distracting you? She moved down and put her head in where her boobs were. And she's like, oh, yeah. sorry, am I distracting you? And I well, was like, yeah. Well, how did you feel? Is that someone that you saw again or was it just the one time? Oh, yeah, someone that I, that I saw, you know, quite regularly. And, and how, it did was you, fine. how did you feel talking to that person in future? Did you... I was just more mindful of not doing that. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was totally fine. I was like, yeah, sorry, you got me. The, the top was distracting. My bad. And that was it. And it never happened again. And it wasn't weird and... Yeah, well, look, I'm a, I'm a big believer in people treat you the way that you allow yourself to be treated. Yeah. So you can't control other people's actions. And if people are going to objectify you, you can't necessarily control that. But when you do see it, call it out because otherwise they're yeah. just going to keep doing it. Um, when you get a friend who starts doing this sort of stuff, you have to be very clear because you don't want to let yourself be used i'm sure with a, a body that's so heavily touted as the ideal in society and that yeah. men are trained to you know men see only bodies probably like yours in porn which means that as soon as they see yeah. one in real life their brain is automatically going to the only place they've ever seen it before and so you don't allow yourself to be used because i think that's what people want to do they'll just want to use you just yeah, pretty much be hyper aware even when they are super friendly. When if that stuff starts to happen, just Yeah, let and, them know. and someone and you know what, someone who is upfront with their intentions from the start is gonna end up being a much better person if those intentions are something that you're on board with. Because if you're if you start out a, a relationship with a person who you're just friends with them and then they try and force it into a relationship and then you figure out their real intentions, that's when it's like, oh, this is weird as fuck. But if someone's upfront with you and you like that from the get-go and then that's how you forge a relationship, it's going to be much better off. So I think that... Also, just as an aside, I think this guy might have sexually assaulted you. Yes. So you, like... He really manipulated you. But more than manipulating, if, like, you... If you're uncomfortable... Um, with things that he's trying to do, and it says, you know, you've you've backed away and said no, like you have given, obviously not. This is not what I want. Um, then that that sucks, and him getting so angry and manipulative when you stop him from doing what he wants, that's fucked behavior. Like this guy is not a good guy. Like, you can't... That's, like, oh, yeah. toddler behavior. You can't... That's exactly what I said. You can't take... Like, it's like you've taken something away that he wants and now he's throwing a tantrum. Like, that's not okay. Like, if you need some help and some support because if this sort of thing has happened, as you said several times, like, that's not good for your headspace. Also, maybe talk to your mum. I'm assuming <clears throat> that your mum also has massive tits. Maybe. Not often it's sort of too... Often it's genetic. Yeah. So, I mean, um, if, if your mum does have... Or any, any other woman in your family who's older than you. Surely there'd be one other woman in your family who has massive boobs. You should just talk to them about it. Yeah, they probably went through similar things. Um Yeah, it's kind of it's 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 kind of a weird one in the sense. I think she understands that it's not yeah. a problem that will go away, but that the best way to handle it is to kind of have 
a no tolerance policy of as soon as you start noticing someone who you thought was just yeah, your friend, have you some... need to just either stomp you need to stomp it out and let them know, hey, that's not cool. I'm not interested in you romantically. Uh, I have huge boobs, but that's not the only thing about me. Yeah, we're only friends, and that's all we're going to be. You know, you'd, you'd figure out a nice way to say that, but you need to figure out a clear way to say it. You know, like like with this guy, how you were joking about him being weird. You can't uh, do yeah, that. that you need to sound... you need to be full on. No, you're being weird. I think weird. yeah, maybe you're just gonna have to be <coughs> more assertive. To be a lot more assertive. Um. Because it, it sucks that that's the world that we live in, but you got to take care of yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't let yourself get used by some guy just because he's nice to you. I mean, I'm sure there are so much more interesting things about you, but this is such a big problem in your life that, like, it's the only thing. That you're thing. emailing yeah. some fucking weirdo on a podcast <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd like an update on if this works for you but um yeah basically i'd try and find other women in your in your family with huge boobs talk to them about it i'm sure they would they would figure out their own ways to do it because you don't want to you know you don't want to be the girl with big tits you know you want to be a person and this guy's an asshole yeah he's a cunt cut him out of your life um yeah and clearly he's he's very good at manipulating people because obviously he's manipulating his girlfriend too because she's blaming you and not him so yeah and if he's popular and funny but he's doing shit like this like you don't know that you're the only girl he's done this to yeah like just like just be aware that what he did is assault and you can take it like further if you want to because i think there's a big thing in society as well when this sort of thing does happen to women they feel like they can't speak out about it yeah um you know if women speak out about it more hopefully more guys will be like oh wait that's a horrible thing yeah, to yeah. do so yeah just yeah i don't know take care of yourself good luck yeah be <laughs> more assertive isis. isis yeah good luck <laughs> with you and your and your chest and your problems that come with it but you know on the and plus on the plus you side your you're def you're definitely one of a kind and uh why well because she she is one of a kind because everyone's unique, Jasmine. Is everyone why. a unique flower? Yeah, I feel some, like she's some not the flowers only just have massive. You know petals. what? I just had a thought. There might be support websites for women with huge tits. There probably are. Maybe you should Google it. I'm gonna Google big uh. boob problems. No, I'm not. We've already done enough googling. <laughs> I've already fucking been looking at boobs enough. What else tonight. are we doing? We're we doing anything else? Uh, no, that's it. That's that's the only question I wanted you to help with. The podcast has already gone too long, so I'm gonna end it there. Um. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, I've got a podcast next week that'll be coming out with Luke Kidgel. Um, he's the first guest I've had on for a while, and that will be out on Wednesday uh, if you're a Patreon supporter, or Sunday if you're a poor cunt. Am um, I not a guest anymore? I don't count. Oh uh, yeah, you count. We'll have you on as a as a proper guest sometime later. But I just thought you could help with this question. Any mm. would, anything you'd like to say, Jazzy? Um. Well, I went to a few shows with you, and everyone told me that my podcast with you are their favorite podcast. And that's that's the end, guys. So uh, have a nice have a nice. <laughs> for day. anyone, wait for anyone who's asking, because um, a few people did ask me in person. When am I going to start my podcast? And it's still something that I'm working on. But yep. keep updated. I'm sure if and when it happens, I will be back. Oh yeah, we'll we'll let you know, and uh, <laughs> you know my yeah. my listener base will drop by half. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just lose every female. But uh, no, I'll uh, talk to you next week. Have a shit one.